Once again, my friend. What's going on, man? Episode number nine. You already know. Literally, with Ken and Carl. Literally. Hey. <sighs> man. You How you know doing? what it is, man. Yeah. Same old, same old, man. So, uh, we played around a little bit with the set. Um, the episode eight lighting was not at its best as we continue yeah. to experience some technical difficulties. Yes, yes, and blended in wherever like that. But <coughs> once again, folks, I am black, so. It was not your fault. It was you know, not your you know, fault at all. You know, and I don't want anyone to think that I did it on purpose. I am an asshole. Ken pointed out numerous times that I'm an asshole, but I would never do that. The only reason I show up really well is because I'm really pale. And again, if I didn't mention it, Carl's an asshole. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think we got the lighting fixed a little bit for down here. Needed to adapt for the space we were using. Um, I, I realized that I've been describing props and talking about our, our table situation here. And there are people listening to it that don't really see any of them. So um, any of you that are listening to us on Spotify or Apple, uh, soon to be Google Play, if they can get their head out of their ass, um, we've been submitted for a week. So um, you should check us out on YouTube. Uh, just drop a, a subscribe in there for us. It, it would be awesome. Subscribe, uh, please. But you can kind of check and see what we've been doing. We, we kind of keep some pretty cool props out um, just for fun, uh, mostly because we're, we're not models. No, we're, we're not. No, no. Uh, not with these legs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so I... Uh, I told you I've really had kind of a crazy week. Yeah. Um, my niece was in town with yeah. her boyfriend. I'm uh, I'm gonna say boyfriend because uh, until you know he asks for her hand, I, I wouldn't ever consider him a fiance. Right, right, right. You know, it's really a dick move too because I know he's been listening to these, and so I, I said that intentionally so that he would feel like he would be forced to have to ask me now. That's right. Yeah. Just, it just, just, just. What's what's holding you back? It's asshole. You know, That's I mean, me. hey, I'm an yeah. asshole. Yeah, he, yeah, I'm an asshole like that. You know, and he's but <laughs> when he hears this, I'm like, God, Carl's an asshole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we had a really good week. Um, my uh, my wife and uh, my niece apparently started watching that Nailed It show. Okay. Um, have you ever seen it? I've heard about it. Okay. So there's uh the host is actually a stand up comedian, mm -hmm. uh, Nicole, and I, I don't know her last name, but she's really, really funny. Um and she's really good on this show because it's it's a really unrealistic show. Mm -hmm. So they take these people who submit videos basically admitting that they don't know how to bake. You know, they think they do, but everybody in their household complains about how bad their baking skills are. Yeah. And then they give them these ridiculous challenges. So in each episode, there's two challenges. The first one's supposed to be fairly easy. Mm -hmm. And the winner of that gets uh, a little help in the next round. Plus, they win some sort of a prize. Mm. And they'll show them this, like, decorated cookie that has, like, you know, uh, the Mona Lisa's picture or something. Okay. Right? Got you. And they have to recreate it in two hours. Shit. And then it gets worse because then they all three go on to the next round automatically. 
and they're going for $10,000 and they got to do like, sometimes it's these ridiculous like mounds of cake and, and like sculptures and sculpted chocolate. And like, I'm telling you, these things are like world-class stuff, right? All right. And again, you're given two hours to recreate this. And what's funny is like, if you ask the actual person that made it, there's no way they did it in two hours and they're the professional. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're, you're bound to have a shitty looking product. Of course. And that's kind of the whole thing is at the end of each round, they do reveals where you see what it was supposed to look like and then what it ends up being. And they're fucking hysterical, but it, it actually got them to, uh, um, to decide they were going to bake a monster of a cake. And, you know, this will actually give me a little editing project. I'm going to, in picture in picture, add in some pictures of the cake as we're talking about this. Oh, God. Because I'm, I'm starting to get really fucking fancy, dude. Yes. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. With yeah. the graphics and everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm having fun with it. Yeah. So, um, but they, they made uh, a volcano mm. out of coffee cake. And then on a double layer sheet cake that they baked, they baked a chocolate and a coffee cake. So the coffee cake was on the bottom and then the chocolate and it was all like kind of frosted green, like, you know, like, uh, you know, going up to the volcano and then they sculpted little dinosaurs. Hmm. That's something that Willy Wonka should have had over there, huh? Oh, you're going to get back into Willy Wonka. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, you set it up. I mean, there you go, man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but overall, I think that's pretty good, you know. And at the same time, hey, a lot of people sit there and laugh at that stuff. But once again, can you cook? <laughs> oh, it's it's hard to do. Yeah, that stuff's really you challenging. Know? I yeah. mean, some of y'all can't even like follow instructions and make like, macaroni you know mm-hmm. i mean it's it's craft it's plastic what the hell <laughs> get it together <laughs> well and the other crazy thing is um there are a lot of people like myself i couldn't do it with regular materials like with clay or, or whatever yeah but to do it with cake and icing and rice crispy treat or you know sculpted chocolate and whatever yeah i mean you know that shit's ridiculous. That chocolate melts as you're working with it because yeah. your hands are hot, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to work with it really, really quickly, or you got to kind of keep putting it in the freezer to chill it out again. Yeah, it's all timing too. I mean, you know, yeah. it's all timing. But so. it's it's not like a regular medium. So you yeah. know, it's it's kind of crazy that you know. But the show is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, you know, shows like that, man. I, I watch them very rarely, but in general. I see where the concept is going, you know. Yeah. Yeah, man. We watched some good movies this week, too. What'd you watch? So, um, we watched Suicide Kings. Mm. Christopher Walken. I haven't uh, seen it in a long time. Oh, that was a great movie. It's got uh, Jay Moore, uh, Christopher Walken. You remember Elliot uh, E.T.? Yeah. Okay, that kid's in it. I can't ever remember his name. Um, yeah, it's like some really good actors, but it's these, these four young kind of college rich kids Mm -hmm. and they kidnap a mob boss, Christopher Walken and Christopher Walken's bodyguard is, um, uh, Dennis Leary and his character is fucking great in that too. So, um, 
they're basically trying to force the mob boss to help them mm-hmm. work a deal and pay this $2 million that hit one of their sisters is being held for ransom. Okay. And it turns out to be an inside thing and it's really good kind of dark comedy action kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not really action, but a, a dark comedy. Um, and then we watched very bad things. I can't knock you for that, man. And you want to know something? Cause we talked about it and it was actually Erica's suggestion. And, um, it's Christian Slater is fucking brilliant in that. Like he goes full on psycho. Yes, he does. He does. That's just, that's the reason why I suggested that. Mm-hmm. Hey, he could play the Joker if he needed to, because he, he has that. And how svelte was, uh, Favreau at that time. <sighs> no, I mean, he was looking good. Yeah. I mean, it, not that you look bad, John, we, we sincerely love you. But you know he was he was thin back then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like I said, it's 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 a good movie. You know, luckily that you know, like I said, they had the cast and the story. Like I said, it's great because the fact of it starts out one way, mm-hmm. and you're thinking it's gonna go this way, and then all of a sudden right. it goes from just like a, a comedy to like a horror to drama. And then all of a sudden it gets back funny again. But overall, it still has a great plot in general that it goes man well it's also one of those movies where it goes from bad to worse mm-hmm. but then it just keeps rolling down that fucking hill yeah like it's you know and 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 it's like every time you're like wow i cannot believe then something else would happen yeah and and then you start to kind of go oh yeah yeah jeremy piven's dead yeah there no there's no way don't don't drive him back to the house don't don't yeah yeah, yeah that's you, over you knew, you over knew it was him. over you knew it you know but hey it happens man like i said that's a great movie you know but there's also movies that just no why are you doing this do you have another one for us why why there's plenty of movies that we could go off of i mean disney that's a whole easy thing i mean but All right, what you got, between, Mr. Rant? Let's, let's have it. Between, I might have to bleep another uh, promo. Between movies and, and TV shows of coming up as a little kid, people didn't understand what they were watching. Children didn't understand. For instance, My Little Pony, the unicorns, they were playing together. Eric is going to be upset. You're making fun of My Little Pony. The, the reality of the My Little Ponies, damn it, they were unicorns. Unicorns are lesbians. That's what they were. They were always running around and wait, the horses. Did, and, my little pony. Wait, my wait, little wait, pony. wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Listen. My little pony are lesbians? They're lesbians. Look, they're running or, around. Or unicorns are lesbians. Uni- they're unicorn lesbians. That's what they are. So they, these they, specifically are unicorn lesbians. Either way, whatever you make believe it to be. Well, I, no, I don't make believe it to be anything. You made like this definitive statement. Damn I just it, wanted, to, I, I wanted to figure out. So I'm I, I knew where to it. be on this. And then at the end. At the end of the day, DuckTales. Let's go into that, too. That's a great... That's, t- t- damn it, I'm here to talk shit today. Oh, my God. Okay, let me tell you right now. Okay. DuckTales, think about it, okay? Uncle Scrooge got left with three kids. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, that's right. Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck hey. got left with three three of his nephews, right? Huey, Dewey, and Louie, right? Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah, got left with them, right? Mm-hmm. Where was they dead the whole time? What? Huh? Wasn't shit. Left their asses behind. What kind of shit is that? 
I mean, if you were a deadbeat dad, the the least you could do is leave them with rich uncle Scrooge McDuck and the Adventures of a Lifetime. And Donald 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 Duck was 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 came and dropped them off and and, and jumped in the car and drove off on the first episode. Mm-hmm. Ain't even bring his ass back. What? I mean, but it was Donald. He flunked out of the Navy. It teaches. See what we're teaching. What they're teaching kids. Mm-hmm. Think about it now. Yeah. You just taught everybody. Hey, I'm gonna be a deadbeat. Leave him with somebody else. I mean, that's how it goes sometimes. Damn it, I'm just trying to say certain things have that's, to be that's, watched. That's cartoons giving it to you real right there, son. That's a real. <laughs> that's a real that's some real bullshit. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what you think about. I don't care what anybody say. DuckTales, woo! Yeah, woo! You ain't got no daddy in your life. Yeah, but you can't talk shit about Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck is my dude. Darkwing Duck. When Let's there's trouble, you call dangerous. DW. You can't Darkwing beat that. Darkwing Duck. Let's get dangerous. You can't, you can't right. beat that. Darkwing, oh, shit. Darkwing Duck is the shit. The only thing I like that, that, that cracked me up is every time he would come in and he would monologue just, I uh, am the terror that flaps in the night. Oh, it was awesome. I am the vacuum cleaner. That doesn't work. The I puns am Dark Queen Duck. Though yeah. that that show was full of amazing puns, man. And and the other one, Tailspin. Yeah, Tailspin was a good one. Tailspin. The mm-hmm. whole time, Baloo was working for this lady who owned the airplane. He had the hots for her. Had the hots Big for time. her and never tried her ass. Well, he never tried to get it. Baloo yep. should have showed his Baloo dick to her. Okay, so. You're okay with bear aviators having sex on camera, but unicorn ponies, lesbians off camera having sex is completely out of the question. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, think about it now. There's just a really weird standard you're making here. I just want to. My little ponies, think about it now. (laughs) As a child, people were coming up watching this and, and thinking it's regular cartoons now, right? But now, what do they associate that stuff with now? As far as in women, lesbian, unicorn, rainbow. All I don't, I don't know where the correlation to, to lesbians and unicorns came. Damn that, it. You just brought that out. Damn I don't, it. I'm just I've saying. never once in my life heard that unicorns were, were lesbians. The, most of the time, unicorns now lesbians, they have the rainbow colors and shit. I don't fucking know if you're straight. I don't know if you're gay. I don't even know if you've combed your fucking hair you know, today. You can be flamboyant and not gay. I don't give a damn. There is no, listen, there is no, 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 no in between shit. Either you are or you're not. That's what it is. There is anything. You can't be lukewarm, okay? That's biblical, folks. You can't be. Either way, you got to choose your sides, okay? I see. And, and I don't know, man. I, I know plenty of people that just, you know, open smorgasbord. Everything's everything's on the table. Hey, I mean that's what that's what they choose to do. But so uh, I'll I'll put it to you this way: it's it's kind of like you know I I've, I'm one that I don't technically have a type. Mm-hmm. I do tend to look at at women that are Latin, right, 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 Italian right. kind right. of short and curvy is kind of something mean, hey, that I generally, but they I, got don't, that I don't 100% have a type. Okay. <laughs> there are some people like I would only date this or I would only date that. And, and you really limit your selection. You might have some, some connection with somebody that's amazing. Oh, but they're, you know, too tall or they're too short or whatever. Yeah. I, there are some people that are just like, you know what? 
Anything goes. Well, for one, I'm open. Anything goes. I'm open in and general. And I can't hate somebody for that. I'm, I'm, I'm open in general as far as when it comes to women because at the end of the day, you have to kind of just like, you know, there's certain women that you're going to attract. And there's certain, you know, certain things about women that are going to just going to, you know, stimulate your mind mm -hmm. in general. And that's conversation. And that's just them, you know, and, and just seeing how they carry themselves. I mean, and at the same time, you're looking for different things from, you know, different, you know, different women, you know, physical attraction. That's the first thing that that's going to attract anybody. Of course. I mean, that's just, you know, of course, that's how we were made. That's nature. That's just the law of it. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. But. I kind of like am just kind of like open to just say, hey, well, let me see what's hot here. Let me see, you know, what is what, you know. I'm not going to sit in there and go, oh, she got a fat ass. Let me, I just want to holler at her like that. No. Because at the end of the day, when she might start talking, and the next thing you know, I'll be like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? No, 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 no. Right. Or, you know, hello, you know, hello, how you doing? Hello, you know, and, you know, and then we in Atlanta, you'd be like, hey, how you doing? Hello. Like, oh, shit. Shit, you was a shit. You got a deeper voice than I do. Shit, I be the one hitting the high notes. Hell no, you know. I'm just saying. That's but, when you simply say, "Wow, you really got it going on." I, I, you're you're really attractive. And they say, "Well, you want to go out?" No, I, I don't really roll that way. But man, you're you're really hitting it. They ain't and hitting, then just walk away. They ain't hitting shit. No, no, no. Well, I just, I meant like their, their level, like they're doing, if they, if they were good enough to trick you. Yeah. yeah I mean, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Like there's been cases, there's been cases here where I have a couple of friends of mine have told me stories where like they go up and they see a chick, they be like, so what's going on? What's going on? Uh-huh. Well, baby, I'm different. You different? Yeah, baby, I'm different. Like, okay. And then they find out like, oh, but then they'll get mad. See, that's unfair. And that's unfair. If if you're if you're telling me when we're talking, mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, you gotta you gotta respect the game. You, you know you that's that's really game. cool. Yeah, no, I, I I don't go that way, but that's really cool. I appreciate it. You know, you seem like a really cool person, et cetera, et cetera. But but yeah, it's it's when you know you decide to wait until hey, you yeah. got a lot going on down here. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a little unfair. Yeah, he rolled and just yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little gifted down there. But like, Jesus Christ! But no, in general, in general, <laughs> I know where this is going. In general, they're feeling. Welcome to my moose knuckle. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's more than a knuckle. <laughs> but even in general, like, but certain things are quite obvious. Like, now, come on now. If they stand in 6'4", and they got shoulders, and they laugh like Scooby-Doo, <laughs> who in the hell? I'm going to go, that's a man. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not, not going to do that to myself. I'm not going to sit there and make the attempt, you know. But there's most of the time here in Atlanta, you will, like, walk up on somebody, and they will fully look like a woman talk like a woman act like a woman mm -hmm. but there's always something it's something that you feel that like this could be off or something's not right that's kind of like your spirit saying check this person one more time i don't know i would imagine that it would have to be weird feeling one way inside like knowing that you were something else but then, you know, having to kind of play this role mm -hmm. of what you're supposed to be for at least a certain amount of time yeah, until you got the nerve up to, to say, you know what, I'm not that, I'm this. 
hello. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, so I, I would imagine that, that if, if you were somebody that, that truly felt like a woman inside and then had to live a good portion of your life as a man trying to be a man, but never really feeling like you fit in by the time you actually got to be a woman, there's some weird kind of coding that's already been kind of instilled on you. Maybe that just kind of represents itself. Does that could, make sense? Could be. Yeah. Could, it could be that it, it, it could be, you know, I well, just this is kind of a weird Avenue for us to go in, but I'm, I'm down. I, we don't, we don't plan anything. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's cool to have these talks in the general. I mean, but it, it's, it's certain things like I've, I've always tried to question like, where did you feel that you felt that you were a woman or you were a man or what made you what made you feel this way because certain people certain people they grew up to be this somebody mm-hmm. they were they were group around women or they grew up around uh, anybody male, i've ever talked know? to said that deep down they've always known mm-hmm. and and you know think about you at six or seven years old mm-hmm I didn't really have a sexual identity at that point. I really wasn't thinking sexually. Right. You know what I mean? So it's 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 impossible to say, well, my whole life, because I don't think any of us start out with that frame. You know, you get crushes and things like that. But even that, you really don't understand because you don't understand anatomy at that point. Right, right, right. You know you what sh- I mean? Shouldn't, you shouldn't. So at some point, I, I looked at a girl and I got that feeling. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. and I personally have never gotten that feeling looking at a guy. I can appreciate a guy looks good. You know what I mean? Like there are plenty of great looking guys out there. Um, I can appreciate somebody's really good physique, but it doesn't make me feel horny. It doesn't make me feel excited right i mean i i'm more so, so. Well, and and that's just so i would imagine like for for anybody that was gay whenever they and and i guess this is specifically different than necessarily feeling like a woman inside because right. that's that's a different thing but i think for the same thing i think with any of these kind of things it's at whatever point in your life you became sexually aware mm-hmm. this is what you were attracted to yeah, I, I like I said, the reason why I say there's no between both, because I mean, eventually, everybody in life, I don't care if it's, and this is not even about their sexuality, in your life, you go through stages, you go through certain things to find out who you are in general, and certain things make you who you are in general. You have to go through certain things to become from a boy to a man from a man to a husband, you know, these, these things you got to go through dating people, um, far as in going through, you know, jobs and things like that. And you find out who you really are, you know, it's, it's, it's certain things that you have to go through in life, you know, but at at certain point, there's something that you finally say, you know what, I'm not doing this because I'm better. This, this is who I am. This is, this is what makes me, this is, you know, cause I mean, eventually, everything that you've been like brought up in or you know you eventually revert back to you know so i that's just my belief i may be you could call me wrong comment on well, it I, but. I i couldn't call you wrong yeah because it's a belief yeah and and that you believe what you believe i mean that's that's there's nothing i don't i don't yeah. find anything wrong with that yeah. um i i happen to know 
some very unique people in in their sexuality i i know very little about but i know something and i had mentioned before i don't go around kind of meeting people going wow i wonder if they like it in the ass i you know i I don't don't ever think about any of those kind of things when i'm talking to somebody Mm -hmm. unless of course i find someone really attractive and then obviously i'm thinking of those things but but i do know I do know somebody that's um, very sexually open. I actually, I know a couple of people that are very sexually open. Um, you know, male yeah. or female. Yeah. Um, and and I know that's on on well, you know, that's male and female. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the people that I know. Right. And you know, very similar. That's just how they've always kind of felt. Yeah. I don't know that that would ever change for them. Now, you know, you can still be in a monogamous relationship, whether that's one way or the other, because you find somebody that you're willing to spend the rest of your life with. That doesn't mean that you don't find the other attractive still. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like Like uh, if I was one of those people that, you know, Brad Pitt walked by and I went, oh, need to (laughs) (sighs) just going to walk this off. Oh god! Don't act like you're not impressed. Oh god! You know, but oh, then Jesus. at the same time, you know, Christine Applegate walks by, and I go, "Oh, I'm running out of skin." It, I I could be that way, and and you know, that's just kind of the way that that person is. Yeah. But you fall in love with, you know, Brad Pitt or Christine Applegate, and you settle down with them. It doesn't mean you don't still find the other attractive. You don't still have those those feelings sexually. But you would be monogamous in the same sense. You know, I still think that Selma Hayek is hot. I'm married to Erica and I love her and I think she's beautiful. It doesn't mean I don't think that Selma Hayek's not hot. I'm just saying, look here, look here, look here. That statement you just made about Selma Hayek, look here. We all agree. It's women that agree to that shit. Like Mm. Selma Hayek, yeah. Like we already know. How does she keep getting like better looking? Hey, man. I know. Like she was ridiculously hot like in her 20s Just, but she's amazingly hot now in her 50s like she's holy shit i, I you know what one day i'm gonna oh, go up to her oh. i'm gonna go up to her and i'm gonna meet her i'm gonna say something how do you do it tell me a secret you know what she's gonna say i eat babies probably so okay whatever works so whatever works i don't care whatever works she she does it and speaking of celebrities um when we were just, we're just talking about these relationships and mm-hmm. now it surfaced to where this um Rap artist, or you can say R&B artist, August Alsina has claimed to have had a relationship with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and saying that Will Smith even said, go ahead, you know, but, 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 but in general, now she's coming out as if she's denying it, this, that, and the third. But my thing is, whatever your relationship is, that's y'all yeah. thing. I mean, if you that's know, what you're into, then We just happened to talk about it. something like that and it just came in my head. I'm just like, oh, snap. I mean, you know? I I would look at it this way. If Jada Pinkett Smith wanted to sleep with me and Will was like, go for it. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm just saying. Another gorgeous, gorgeous woman. I liked her better back in the day in her early 90s when she was like low down, dirty shame. She could have got it then. Um, yeah. Especially then, yeah. Wouldn't turn it down. 
I would turn her down oh, now. Bullshit. I would turn. I would turn bullshit. her down now. I will grab Milner off that fucking desk and <laughs> I will beat you with it. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I would. I would. It's just. Oh, I don't know. Bullshit. Now, with her and set it off, I would do the same thing Nate did because she in the movie set it off. She was trying to get the money for her brother to go walked, to college. If she walked in here right now, I would strip down oh. and fuck her in front of you. Look here. Okay. Look here. Now, if she okay, if she came dressed as if she if she if she came dressed as she did and set it off and said the same thing she said to Nate in the movie, I'm in it by Nate. Nate Nate was like he's this older guy who's like okay, mm-hmm. but you got to do something for me. And the next scene, he was on top of a sweat. I was like, what the fuck? And at the same time, I was like, it's Jada Pinkett. Well, get go ahead and get it, Nate. Go ahead and get your money's worth. But yeah, but now I'm like nah, like I don't. I don't. I liked her younger when she was snazzy, Jada Pinkett. Like when she was Jada Pinkett without the Smith on the end. I, I can't. I can't believe you're being picky. I, I, you damn right I'm picky. Look here. If women be picky, why the hell not I can't be picky? I will. I pick them like. I pick them. That's what I do. Cool. Um, I I did have some movie news. Okay. Mm-hmm. It involves the uh, Marvel. Mm. upcoming release of Doctor Strange. Okay. What's the sequel. The, what's the word? Do you know who's directing? Who? Sam Raimi. Mm. So, it was Evil Dead? Is that what he was I think famous so. for? I think Evil so. Evil Dead? I think so. But he also did some Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Right? So... Now, do you know why they're going with Sam Raimi? No reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a reason. Why? You see, they're actually going a little bit horror with this movie. So it's going to be a lot more along the lines of a horror comic book than a superhero comic book. What did I say? I said this a while back. Mm-hmm. I said, Doctor Strange is going to be the whole turning point for the MCU. I said that. It's. I, I would imagine it's going to heavily incorporate the multiverse. Yeah. It's, it's and, and that's what's going to kick off, which would make me think that the third movie for the Spider-Man series is going to be heavily about that as well, right? Yeah. It's, it's got to... I mean, between, have, they, have they already filmed that or I, I know they can't film I, anything now. I have no, COVID. I have no idea. COVID-19 is God, in the COVID. building. Um, it's, just, it's just horrible right now. Um, people wear your mask, you know, um, protect yourself. It's, it's, it's real. The spread is, 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 is spreading worse than before. So, I mean, wear your mask, cover yourself up. Um, it's, it's getting to that point where we're going to pretty much have to put on like, you know, those walk around in suits and just covered up, you know, you know, I'm still one that feels like it's not nearly as deadly as we originally thought. And, and it isn't, you have so many asymptomatic people. The problem is we have so many people that are being not just careless, but I guess outwardly defiant about trying to take care of each other. And, you know, I, I understand there are people that think it's a conspiracy and, and fine if it is, I I can't really help that. I just know that 
I don't want to be the dick. I don't, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. You know, I have to wear one at work. Yeah. It's, it's a company requirement right now. Yeah. And we're not at this point requiring, but we're requesting people wear masks in the store. And there are tons of people that aren't. Um, I, I now have a couple of coworkers that have tested positive. Yeah. One of them, um, is, uh, having a time of it. So, um, you it's know, no joke, just, uh, it doesn't really matter. I guess what I personally feel about it. I can still do something to at least not be the cause of somebody that I care about or somebody that you care about getting sick. So yeah, there's I mean, my PSA, I guess. Yeah. If you don't have to go out, don't go. Um, and more so right now, especially with the, the, the riots going on and, and people interacting in that way. And, it's spreading, you know, through that as well, you know. Um, are there still a lot of riots? I know the protests are still going on. Yeah. A couple, I know there was a protest at Stone Mountain. There was, matter of fact, we, uh, matter of fact, they just had around the corner from wind, from Wendy's, a, uh, there was a shooting and an eight-year-old got killed. There were 24 shootings in Atlanta mm-hmm. on the 4th of July. Yeah. And an eight-year-old, eight-year-old got killed. And, and you know, because police aren't responding, right? They're not responding, and at the same time, um, it's 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 sad, you know, um, especially because once again, it's you know my people, far as in it happened with, and that's one of the things that I say. We want change, but at the same time, we have to be willing to change within ourselves with each other first before we can go out. And expect all these things because if we're still going around and we're still killing one each other, I mean, what does that say to the world? You want us to respect you, but you can't respect your own kind. You can't. And it, like I said, things have to. Like I said, we want equality all around, but at the same time, like they say, the old there's an old saying: everything starts at home first. So it starts with yourself first, and it goes out to the world to be projected. You know, and that's just what it is. Like I said, at the end of the day, because of somebody wants to shoot at each other and somebody gets caught in the crossfire, there's, there's a, there's a, there's, there's somebody now without their child. There's a child who, who will never get to turn to, to, to go through an experience life all because we're still not, you know, we're we're not thinking we're still, we're still thinking on, on a, on a level that's low, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I don't, I, you know, I, I, I agree with you, um, that, you know, I, I think everybody could be kinder to each other, um, you know, to ignore that, that there are problems with black on black crime, yeah. you know, would be foolish. Um, but you know, when we're talking about a lot of what's going on, you know, a lot of that is convenient conditioning too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's situational. And we had talked before about, you know, are there things that a person can go through that would make them do something that they would never normally do? Yeah. Right. Yep. Go through it every day. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen movies. I've, I've lived in, in some pretty rough areas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I've never lived in a project. I've yeah. been to some projects. Yeah. It's it's 
not great. It's yeah. it's a pretty awful way to to have to try to grow up. But yeah, you know those things affect you. Those things it, it, you can't just turn some of that stuff off. Right. You know what I mean? There's 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 always in everybody an instinct to survive. Yeah. And and you have to do that with whatever tools you're given. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, but at the same time, you know, if we can sit there and say, hey, it's us. This is our community. Let's 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 look out for it for each other. Let's 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 find a way to, to, <laughs> to, to, to come to some point where we have a problem. Yeah. Let's 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 do the best first. Let's talk it out. Let's sit here and and, and and make reason with each other, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's that's the way you have to you have to look at it, you know. I mean, but once again, when your mind is 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 not there yet, you know, when you're not, you know, when you haven't fully come to say, hey, you know, this is dumb or this situation could be handled this way. I mean, you're always going to get that result. That's why there's an old saying, uh, Gil Scott Heron said it the best, the revolution will not be televised. And he wasn't speaking of far as in the revolution, as far as it happening with the people outside going to war, but the mind first, mm -hmm. it has to change, right. you know, and, and it has to be open up to understanding, you know, and realizing what's going on. And first of all, questioning you or yourself in the situation and how you could be better. Exactly. You know? Yep. Yeah. Um, so another movie that, that we went and checked out, mm -hmm. uh, I showed my niece for the first time was Death to Smoochie. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm telling you, Robin Williams in that movie is brilliant. Like, like when you told me, he's like, can you watch Death to Smoochie? You need to watch it. Danny DeVito directed it. Well, I mean, I knew it. you were a... a, a Robin Williams fan. That's my that's my dude. That's my dude. And Ed Norton is brilliant in that. Oh god. You know, honestly Danny DeVito's a scumbag. Y'all y'all Firestein. Ed, Ed Norton in that movie, honestly, I wanted to kill him. I just did. Because like because Robin Williams is my dude regardless. He could be he could be the asshole. I was like So you were wishing death to Smoochie? Death to damn Smoochie. You know? He didn't have anything to do with it. That yeah. guy was a pure soul, man. He was legit. Look here. Look here, Robin Williams. His character was owning his shit. Like I don't, I don't care. I'm gonna do what I got to do. I'm gonna get you off the fucking show. I think as a sub villain, um, turned antihero. Mm -hmm. I think the development of what his character goes through in the course of that movie, it's great. What he does with it, fucking amazing. Like. You know, just the the mental breakdowns that he would have. And then the the total like something would happen and then the light switch. Like, you yeah. know, he was gonna burn himself in the in the Times Square. Yeah. And the little girl like blows out the the match and she's like, What are you doing, Rainbow Randolph? Don't do it. And yeah. he's like, Oh, oh. And then the mom comes up and goes, Hey, Smoochie's over there and picks her up and runs uh, over just, and the whole and, crowd and goes over and Shitted on him. Instead of lighting himself again, he just at this point now he's just like, okay, now I gotta kill this motherfucker yeah, again. Yeah, he, yeah, it was it was good, but like like I said beforehand, Robin Williams in there is my man, and especially especially there's a scene where the cookie is in and he go and, and he goes, "It's a rocket! It's a ship. rocket!" He's like, "That's that's a dick!" And, oh, it's just and going then he off. goes off. He just go off. I was just like, "Oh god!" I never like I never got this. I never really seen him like go off like that. I was like, 
Robin Williams is my dude. Like, yeah. Um, the whole limousine ride out to the oh, Nazi God. rally. Man. Mr. Kunkelpeck. Man. Mr. Fetal Kunkel. I mean, he kept getting his name wrong. And then he kept mixing up the accents. He'd go from like Scottish to Australian to English. What to... was the big slow dude in there? The, the, the one, the other guy that, that ended up dying. Oh, shooter. Uh, it, uh, I can't take his name. Um, Spinner done. Oh man. Yeah. Hey, you smoochy. I'll be right back after I take this dump. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, didn't care. he was just being straight up, and it was like, oh man, he's stupid. Oh, I love you, Sheldon. <laughs> oh, oh god. <laughs> it, hitting the cowbell. Tink, oh man. Tink tink tink. Oh tink, my god. Tink. Oh, it's fucking great. It is. That movie's amazing. It is. It's a great movie. Yeah. You know, every time somebody says something like cowbell, I always go, we need more cowbell. More and, cowbell. And once again, that's Christopher Walken, you know. And Will Ferrell. Yeah, you know. I mean, Great Saturday Night Live sketch. That is a great one. You know, every time I hear Christopher Walken, I'll be like. Dink, 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 dink. It is. A, it's just going to work with it. But every time I hear Christopher just Walken's like name. it right into his ear. I always think of that. Cor- Chris Kattan in that as well. Chris, Chris Kattan was in it. It was in that because mm-hmm. he was a part of the band, and then yeah. and Jimmy Fallon was sitting up there fucking up the skit. He, he fucked up the the, the, the the skit the whole fucking time because he could not he stop breaking. Laughing. I he, know. he just kept on, yeah. like you know. And and then the thing about this, Will Ferrell knew he broke, so he just kept hitting that thing even harder and just throwing it even harder. Well, he and and Chris Farley and all those greats when they can get somebody to break, yeah that's when they drive it home like oh i've got you now you're fucked yeah you got to go hard in the paint at that mm-hmm. point man people don't understand that once you break roll and it's something's funny you know and even going back chris farley when he when he made uh the david spade had to turn away yeah and uh what's her name christina applegate with the van down by the river yeah oh in god the van down yeah. by the river and he tried he was picking up and he was trying to like adjust his, his pants he was like let me tell you something folks and he was like that and david spade just turned away from the camera he was like fuck it i can't do it yeah like, it was just funny as hell i think there's kind of probably like a double level to that because you know like when comedians hang out yeah they're just trying to make each other laugh and and you know cut each other up right yeah so i guess if you're in a situation where you can make another comedian laugh yeah but also at the time where they're really not supposed to you know the <laughs> asshole comedian and you just that's that's when i'm going i yeah that's that's when i gotta drive it home yeah i you can't help it on certain i mean certain <laughs> shows like i was like yo if i ever like could go back in time and just sit there and watch some of the cast of SNL, some of the cast of A Living Color mm-hmm. in Mad TV. Oh man! Oh man! Those uh, for me as well. Um, the State. Oh man! Was really good. Um, oh, I'm a huge Kids in the Hall fan. Man. Now, were you familiar with Kids in the Hall? Had you watched some of I that? Wa- I watched some of it, but but you you said one already with the State. Like I'm sorry. My man Louie, I don't care what nobody says. I want to dip my balls in it. And everybody Who's got turned. the devil that hangs? Oh my I want to dip my balls in it. Oh, man, especially with the Last Supper one. Oh, mm-hmm. God, that's the one right there. Who's got a plate or something? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like, I do. What is it, Mama Canoose? What is it? Ken, Ken I something. I want to dip my balls in it. What's his name? I can't He's think of really the dude's name. But they left, they literally left Jesus there. And he was like, man, I'm, I'm here, I'm gonna die for the world. And, and everybody leaves with Louis and the guard comes up. Are you Jesus of Nazareth? No, he went that way. I was like, yo, that's so fucked up. 
one of my favorite sketches in that uh there, there was like a burger joint or something mm-hmm. um and uh somebody went and complained about their order and they just like just went to town on this dude carl oh man and and he's like he's like you screwed up his order carl <laughs> you know and he's like he's really leaning into him right and the, mm-hmm. the guy's like you know hey you guys are kind of being kind of hard on him he's like oh poor little carl with the puppy dog <laughs> eyes we wouldn't want him to do his job oh god <laughs> throws yeah. grape soda in his face Woo! <laughs> you don't get like i said you don't get good stuff like that man i live in color man like mm. like people don't understand like jim carrey is was is great now but when he was fire marshal bill when he had to do like his little skits here and there they pretty much let him go and just hey go and just be man and that's the one thing i love about like basically king iron wayne's and the wayne's family if you they knew and they saw something in you they let you. They let you run with it. Go, go have it. Let's. Tommy let's see. Davidson. Oh man, Tommy Davidson was a, a a fucking nut. Like he was a complete nut. And him and Jamie Foxx, they would play the security guards, and the way they would sit there. And even though they seemed like they had chemistry on there, mm-hmm. Jamie really didn't get along with Tommy Davidson off the set. Like they may not have had personal chemistry, but yeah, like, but they worked well together. Yeah, you know that was. It. So two snaps and a rewind. Oh man, men on films, men on books. Oh man, I'm telling you, that's classic, man. Yeah. David Allen Greer and Damon Wayans doing that. Like, yeah. like if they film, if they, if they said like, let's do another one, sit down right now. Guess what? Every LGBT whoever they would sit there and watch that and laugh because at the end of the day, they were just having fun with it. Well, Kids in the Hall actually had. Um, there, there were a five man sketch comedy team mm-hmm. and they I don't want to say they were really known for but they they did a lot of cross dressing for their sketches yeah. and and they would have you know other actors and stuff on the show mm-hmm. but they were a sketch comedy group that had started in a theater yeah and they would do a lot of monologuing mm-hmm. um, so there were a lot of sketches that were just kind of monologues and, and as they got kind of further into their seasons they they started to um, really kind of understand the dynamic of cameras and what they could do with sketches. Um, but when they had started, because they were so into monologuing, mm-hmm. each of them kind of had certain characters that they would monologue in. And one of them, um, Scott Thompson, um, who was the gay cast member, yeah. conveniently, yeah. But, but he used to have a character called Buddy. Mm-hmm. And Buddy was very gay. And he was, he owned a bar and yeah. he would do these monologues at the bar, generally sipping on a martini or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he would tell these stories. Oh, like the time he and Saddam Hussein hid in the mountains. <laughs> oh, what a tawdry love affair, you know, and, and all these kind of things. Yeah. But the gay community like ran with it. And like he became like an icon for them in Canada. It was like this huge thing. Yeah. It's, it's funny now how. Uh, then like you could do stuff like that or even now just a a a male dressing up as a as a woman on tv is almost like not even acceptable anymore i mean in certain forms of it it's, it's, i mean not... yeah i mean it sucks things change yeah. and and sometimes for the better sometimes for the worse some people tell you it's a slippery slope 
mm-hmm. you start taking things away and get retroactively upset about things. I, I think one thing you can't do is go back and and look at things with revisionist history and then hold people accountable. Yeah, because I, I don't think that's fair. It's not. It, it's not, and, and that's the thing that they uh, what they did with um, what's his face, Kevin Hart, when he got in trouble that time. My thing is. You're going back years ago when certain things wasn't even in, wasn't even a factor. It wasn't, you know. I mean, if you're going to do that with just that one, I mean, like I said, you have to be fair on all grounds if you're going to go back. But I mean, I think it's all trash to me. Well, recently you've had, you know, blackface issues. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know Sarah Silverman specifically was a sketch on her show. Mm hmm making fun of the ridiculous ridiculousness of blackface and still there was someone calling out oh well she did it well Mm -hmm. you know even though she there was context there yeah but you know it's there were there were others i think jimmy kimmel and jimmy fallon Mm -hmm. both had i think that's right I i don't know don't quote me on that i'm an idiot um but but they, you know, one was doing a Chris Rock impression or something yeah. and, and did blackface. And there again, it wasn't like, because uh, I think it was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. It's not like he just, you know, ran into the back and painted himself. So, you know, it was obviously something at the time that, that cleared the yeah. higher ups. Yeah. You know, but yet he's being held accountable for it. We, we got to stop that stuff. I, I, I understand I, it's deplorable. We don't ever do that again. Yeah. We probably yeah. shouldn't have ever done it. But it's done. It's it's what it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the times and era it now is is different. And I, like I said, we shouldn't. No one should be doing that anymore. I mean, the only one I give props to that that it came close and and, and did it, but they did it. They the, the way they did it for the movie Tropic Thunder, Robert Downey Jr. When he played when he played the black man, I couldn't I couldn't even be mad at that. I'm just a dude disguised as a dude playing another dude. dude. That, that's what he just put it out as. I was like, yo, you know, it is. You know, he joked about yeah. um it was with Rogan, but he joked about the fact that um when he was given the opportunity to do it, mm-hmm. you know, he was like, I don't know, I don't know. I get to be a black guy for the summer. I'm I'm going for it. And, and so he just, he went into it and leaned into it. And I think it's the last time that you'd be able to do that. And, and there again, context. So in Mm -hmm. the movie, he's supposed to be so method, man, that, that he just goes all the way with it. Right. Yeah. And, and so that's part of the joke and, and it's, I I don't know. I mean, that's why I said the way he did it, like I said, it was, it was it was funny and then they had like the awards like that next year and i think it was it was a uh, cuban gooding jr that had to present the next award and he was like he was like robert Downey jr blessing uh dressing up as a black man yeah man it's hard for black people already in show business quit taking our jobs <laughs> like you know but it was funny it was funny like it, it wasn't nothing to where he was like he was bad or anything like no. that but in general it was it was funny the way he did the role mm-hmm. you know it wasn't like him trying to be like racist or anything like that but for him to act that way he had to know a little bit about you know what i'm saying yeah especially the part like, yeah i'm gonna get some of that crawfish and i was like oh my god but then at the same time he like when other when um what's his name he had came out and he was like, yeah, like, what's his name? Lance. He was like, Lance, what the fuck did I just hear? Like, he just went, I said, yeah, that's some, that's some, that's some, yeah, that's some black shit how we flip out like that. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even get mad at that. 
But overall, like you say, Robert Downey Jr., he my dude too, you know? I, I just think there again, like, you know, people tend to want to get upset about the slippery slope. And, yeah. and you know, I, I've, I've said, you know, I'm, I'm a gun owner. I'm a second amendment guy. You start giving away certain rights. You never get those back. Right. right and it right. is, it's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. And, and so I can understand like when we talk about taking away language and saying, you know, this is off the table. Yeah. You know, when, when taking away certain things and saying socially, we just can't be this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I understand people would have the viewpoint that you know everything's funny and and you know there's there's a place for everything yeah yeah and and that may be so but at what cost like do do i really need to do or explore that at the sake of a large group yeah, like I said, you know, the whole, like I said, the whole blackface thing and, and the reason why it's so, it's important that they don't do it, you know, for one, you're you're making fun of a culture, people. Mm-hmm. Two, you, you won't give, at one point you wouldn't give anybody of color opportunity in show business to be on camera like that at one point. I think. But, well, but you, but you do that. But you, but you'll put on the black face and make fun of the people that you won't let in. In the most horrific and insulting it, way that yeah, you can do it, you know. And that's I why I mean, it's not even like they tried to do what Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, did. Yeah, you know, they went like black as our T-shirts. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean, that's and what they did. and ridiculously so. Yeah, and and that's the reason why I say that's why it's like yo, don't ever do that again because at the end of the day, you 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 you've insulted and at the same time. You never let in that time and era the people who were trying to get into show business let let their let their talent shine. Let mm-hmm. them let them even even contribute to the movie industry that they also fell in love with. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's 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 a slap in the face on both sides. Yep. You know, um, you know we're we're kind of on the subject of of race, and obviously there's still so much going on. Yeah. I've been aware that companies and and individuals have been this way. It's not like it's been new. Yeah, yeah. But it's recently really started to kind of aggravate me. And and in some cases, you could call it virtue signaling. Mm. But, you know, when I drive down the freeway and major companies have billboards with BLM. Yeah. And then their logo predominantly displayed. Mm-hmm. We're 100% behind this and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. My video game that I'm, I'm playing, I'm, I'm into a hockey game that I've been playing a lot. Right. Canadian. Sorry. Um, now, whenever I turn it on, our company does not condone the systemic racism that's been going on. Yeah. All of these fucking companies, mm-hmm. every single one of mm-hmm. them has been a part of some systemic racism or some every 
single one of them. Like right now, is right now they're like, okay, look, we have to do this. This is not the time for us to be this way right now. We can't do this. We have to go with the, what's, what's going on with it's the image. movement. We're going we're gonna to get is on it? the front side of it because we want to show everybody that we're along with the movement. So no one stops and says, hey, what's been going on over here? Yeah, and that's that's the biggest thing. After after this whole thing is over, after it's ended, after after the protest is over, are we going to revert back? Or are these companies going to say, hey, let's hire more of them? Or are they going to just go, we're done. Now let's move forward. Let's keep going. Let's, let's keep pushing like we were before. Well, yeah, it's going to be whatever makes them money, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, they don't they don't really give a shit. Exactly. As long as they're making money, they're fine. You cause me to lose money, mm-hmm. I'm going to be upset. Mm-hmm. Take our slaves away, we're going to be upset. Cause me extra taxation, we're going to be upset. Yeah. Anything that costs them money is is essentially what, what bothers them, right? But, you know, I bring this up because, well, for two reasons. One, you know, the, the virtue signaling is so transparent. Mm. You know, like the celebrity video where there was a bunch of celebs going, I'm part of the problem and yeah. I'm the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, you know, and then like we were talking about on the last episode, you know, some people going too far and, you know, yeah, it, 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 trying it is. to, trying to, hey, I'm not going to do this anymore because I don't want to offend anybody. No one was talking about you. Yeah. No one, no one. Yeah. Just relax. You're fine. Yeah. You know, so um, I work for a major corporation mm-hmm. and of course we're an incredibly diverse group of yeah of associates mm-hmm. a lot more so in hourly positions yeah if, if we're talking percentage wise yeah but my company i will say has done a very good job of promoting a lot of various people right okay um and and has been focused on those kind of things for quite some time mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that things don't still happen right True. You know, I, True. I mean, there there are still people that benefit financially from holding groups down. and Exactly. You know, exactly. You know. So when you have somebody that makes $20 million in a year mm-hmm. with their bonus and their salary. Yeah. And they're sitting on a camera and they're telling you that... They stand with their black associates. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting with my my work family. Right. And I feel their hearts break. Yeah. Like the the fact that there was ownership in in the term in itself was insulting. Yeah. But there were a number of associates that were also just upset that he was using the term black. Yeah. And, and I will say that as somebody that I've always felt racially was very sensitive. Right. I've met people that didn't mind or that was their preference. They felt African-American was ridiculous. Yeah. There are other people that, you know, wholly are against the term black. Yeah. I know... Just on this podcast, we've referenced race quite a bit. Yeah. Partly because that's just what's going on right now. Exactly. And, and it's definitely worthy of talking about on any platform. Yep. I don't care if you have 65 followers on YouTube. 
I know. And not a hundred. Thousand? <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, I, I don't I don't know if I've ever offended anybody. Yeah, I mean in, in general. And, and and I know that most people that took the time to get to know me would know that it would never be my intention to. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't Yeah, it's 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 a lot, you know, and in, in, in general, you know, especially, you know, with, with them saying, Hey, we stand by our black, you know, employees and send a third. I mean they're not seeing it. Like I said, they just see this for the right now, you know. And and even with things going on and, and these big companies are saying, Hey, we gotta make this and make this look so we can look good. Even the NFL, considering Kaepernick back right about now is not for me, it's it's not a win. It's actually PR. It's it's a, it's yeah, that's all it is. It's a, it's a it's a loss. Like you you you're considering bringing this man back in. Honestly, if I were him, I'd be insulted. Yeah, you know, I, because I, it would prove that the whole reason that they kept him out mm-hmm. was because because of his political view. Yeah, yeah, solely right. Yeah. And even that, even in that, some people feel that regardless, it wasn't. You know, they they still feel that he was like kind of selfish when he did it. You know, but overall, for what he tried to stand for, and you're trying to say, hey, let's bring him back. Like is is a big slap in everybody's face. I guess know? again, I'm I'm gonna say that people can believe what they want. Yeah, and that's that's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I he took a knee. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. He took a knee. That's it. He he took a knee. And and he didn't keep you from taking a knee. Yeah. He didn't keep me from taking a knee. No. If. He wants to take a stand, and that's the way he wants to do it. I see no problem with it. Mm-hmm. When we talk about why riots happen, yeah, there are instigators. Yeah, there are people pushing from one side or the other, trying to trying to benefit, right? Every time. But there's also a lot of people that go, well, when we peacefully protest, y'all throw us under the bus anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, he's a piece of shit. He's this. He's that. You know. I I never thought he was an amazing quarterback. No, he was not. He was definitely a talented football player. Yeah. He he definitely had aspects. He was better than some quarterbacks that even are currently playing in the league, I would imagine. I'll say some. Um, Chicago's quarterback is a bust. But, you know, like, it, it's... I, I still don't think he was great. Do I think he could have gotten on a team? Absolutely. He was definitely good enough to at least back up, but he wouldn't get a shot at all. No one would take him. Yeah. And and people wanted you to believe that it was because, well, he's just, no one wants him. He just doesn't have any talent. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the worst. He was better than some that are playing. So it's a conspiracy, yeah. right? You're, you're keeping him out because of his political view. Because he chose... Oh, I don't, I don't know to be American. <sighs> yeah, he chose freedom of speech. He chose to use his platform to stand for something that needed to be without addressed. harming anybody. Without harming anybody, and because and, of that, and good for him because he brought a lot of attention yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, and and it sucks that it fizzled out. Yeah, but boy, it's back. 
Yeah, it's back. 2.0 is, is hardcore. It, it, it's back. And the thing about it is, is like this time around, how are we going to address it? How are we going to keep moving forward? How are we going to make sure that this doesn't happen again? And at the same time, my thing is, how are we all going to benefit from this? Because it can't be just, oh, let's tr- let's just treat black people better. It can't just be that. It's got to be, oh, everybody has to be everybody has to be better We've got to find ways to of holding our, our mm-hmm. congress and, and yeah. senate and our president accountable yeah everybody has to be accountable and, and and the thing about it is is like um this one clip that's always on facebook wherever you go two kids they're about two houses down from me like three houses down from each other one's black one's white mm-hmm. they see each other because they know each other they see each other they take off to each other and they hug each other and they're sitting there talking and they're playing and i'm looking at them like why can't that be us they it don't see us, they, they don't see color it is us it, it is us How i would hug? i would but you you you, you smell like stokies that's right. That's right. I was the first to bring up the Arnold this time. Every episode, it's, oh, I'm Ken, and I'm going to do Arnold. That's, that's, what, that's what I do. <laughs> you got the stogie in your hand. That's right. That's right. You need protein behind the stogie. I had protein. Plus, my wife is going to bring me a sub. A submarine sandwich. But you can have the carbs, too. Did you know a submarine sandwich can go deep? Deep into my belly. You can dive, dive. It's a good feeling. It's going to be going down smoothly, but rough out my ass later. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to be in the toilet. Like, oh my God. A little pebble. No, I'm, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. But no, but seriously. Um, but I digressed again. But um, they don't see color. The kids don't see color. No, they're just they're just there and hey in the moment, you know. And I looked at them. I was like, man, I can remember being so young and just like just running up to my friends is like it was nothing. Like you know, like that's true innocence. You know, that's that's that, that's that's the truth. But then as we get older, then you learn about the way the world is and, well, and how and it was. And here's the fucked up part. So racism and ignorance in general is well i mean i think we all start out ignorant but the racism comes in when you're fed a lot of false information Mm -hmm. right so you're not picking that up as much from your age group Mm -hmm. generally your parents yeah yeah. older siblings or something like that yeah right so you know fortunately a lot of times racism kind of gets watered down over generations. Of course. Right? Of course. You know, this generation's not as racist as their parents were, et cetera, et yeah, cetera. But, yeah. I mean, there's always mm-hmm. that it, it just, you know, it's it's taught, right? Yeah. But it's taught when you're at such a young age because it's very rare that somebody doesn't experience and it it does happen yeah but, yeah but it's rare that yeah. people don't experience some form of racism mm-hmm. early on right oh yeah so picture you know the the little african-american girl that's that's at the park with her mom mm-hmm. 
and she sees this girl and they both have the same doll and they want to play and the other girl's parent comes over quick and no 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 come here you can't you Mm -hmm. can't and you don't you don't understand yeah you don't understand why you have you just know that this girl has the same doll that you do and and yeah you know there's there's a bond there automatically because you love that doll and she loves that doll maybe she's really cool and you want to play and then all of a sudden she's dragged away and you don't know why yeah and unfortunately you're going to have to go to somebody you trust your parent and they're going to have to tell you Mm -hmm. that these people are ignorant these people are bigoted these people are closed-minded Yeah, I mean, why should a five-year-old or a four-year-old have to experience something like that? Yeah, when all we want to do is just kind of explore and learn and and make friends and you know what I mean? Like it's it's the the most fucked up thing. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's kind of one of those harsh things in life that you that you have to kind of face, have to deal with anyway. You know, I mean, that's one thing about this world. You know, so many things has happened long before we came along and made things as what they were or was what they are. And once we have to go back to understand that now, after that, you look at things differently, you know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what makes people, you know, become who they are, you know, and some people, yeah, it's all experiences, you know, that's, this is life, mm-hmm. you know, but so if if either of us had been closed-minded bigoted people yeah we wouldn't be sitting here exactly hanging out i know who else isn't racist vader vader killed everybody he equal on all sides he didn't give a damn i don't know he had a special hate for the sand people he did oh those tuscan raiders they felt the bite i think i i think the fact of something happened there's a oh yeah i mean you know i mean just they but, killed his mom yeah yeah but he but see that's 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 different though like once you do that once you cross that mama line i'm on your ass like snake on shit he slaughtered the women and children yeah they had to go they had to go like in general so when it came time for order 66 and all those young padawans and those 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 everybody young kids, had to go you're going to be a threat to me if i let you grow up you it gotta was go easy cutting them down like you, butter you trust the force i am the force i'm gonna force your ass to death do you think Vader. He, do you think he toyed with them at all or did do you like do you think he just went through and just like cut them down quickly there, cut them like, down Mr. quickly efficient cut them. and like toss a couple of them up onto the ceiling called them up there while he sliced down their friends i don't know you see what's gonna happen to you Blah. He, he did he, he he cut them down he was like I'm feeling savory. You know. <laughs> you know. Well, that's almost as creepy. Yeah, you know, in yeah. general. You know, in general, he was like, savory. He was making Padawan kebabs. I'm telling you, he was cutting everybody down. They had to go. Everybody. So, you want some ridiculousness. How is it that that Jedi can levitate a ship? Mm-hmm or a robot in a chair or all kinds of different things attached to walls but they can't levitate themselves they can jump really high but how many times have they been like hanging off of the side of a building or something 
and need somebody to save them. Yeah. I don't even I don't even blame the Jedi on that. I blame it on writing. <laughs> I mean That's all I'm saying. Shouldn't you kind of figure out your your powers before you put them in a movie? I'm just saying, I, I, I agree. There's no I can't disagree. I mean, they basically that. should be able to fly. Uh, I'm just saying uh, that would be a dynamic in Star Wars that would be amazing. Yeah, but I'm just ready for this. I'm ready for Mandalorian, man. Have you heard about John Favreau? No. There's a rumor. Oh God, <laughs> you said that. There's a rumor mm-hmm. that because of Rebels, mm-hmm. Rebels had established into canon because Rebels is ho- wholly a Disney product. Mm-hmm. Had established into canon an area that connects all time and space. It's how Ahsoka Tano survives. She gets pulled into the space when she's about to die with what you think Vader is going to die. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, he doesn't because yeah, 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 he goes course. on, right? Yeah. But um, because of this, there's a rumor that Jon Favreau is going to head up a new 7, 8, and 9, and they're going to throw out the other movies. And make it like they didn't even exist. I'm willing to see this. I'm willing to see this. You know, if Gutter pulls this off. Do you think Mark will come back? I personally hope. And okay, so. John Favreau, you will never see this, I'm sure. Because you have way more important things than to watch two idiots. And you'll probably never even know. But Gutter. I I would hope that you will, if you're going to reset it, leave the past the past as far as the Skywalker saga. Let it end at six. Give me three more movies that aren't necessarily related to those characters. Give me something that's basically has them in lore. I say what you need to throw out. The last movie, the way it ended, this is what you do. You go ahead. Well, they're not going to reset all three movies just to get to that same point. No, you. this is what you do. You you, you keep Kylo Ren alive. He sleeps with old girl. He sleeps with Ray, And they make a child that is so powerful that is both sides, that is both Sith blood and both of the... Uh, you seem to be thinking small scale here. No, no, no. When I say a reset, we're not talking about Ray. We're not talking about Finn. We're not talking about Kylo Ren. They might not exist. Yeah, but I'm just saying. We're talking about a complete reboot. They go their own direction. <sighs> but him. You could go back and instead of having Ben Solo which I want to say there were, they had other kids. They had their chances to make it right. Okay. They had their chances in the eighties when Michael Jackson came out was Captain EO. They include him in star Wars, but they didn't. We are here to change the world. Wow. 
I don't know if we should end it there because I don't I don't have anything else to say to that. That's how I felt about that. You know, apparently that's it. That's right. If you go back and you watch that, remember because it was at the Disney. It was at Disney where I didn't get a chance to go when it was out because I was real young. Mm -hmm. But it he look he was dressed. He should have been a part of it. He could have had his little saber. He you know he'd roll around. Oh, you know that's him. Don't you dare, Vader! You're an evil man. But we're here to change you. Shimon. Like that would have been. It would have worked. I don't think it would have. It would have worked. It wouldn't have worked. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying. But in general, if you're gonna redo, if you're gonna redo Star Wars, don't take Vader out. Don't and don't take Palpatine out. So well, and don't take Dooku out. I mean, Vader was out after six. But don't take him. He needs to live through the whole thing. He can. He's dead. He they needs, burned him. He he needs to go and just the live Ewoks the whole had thing. a big party and they they cooked him. I don't, you don't remember that. I remember they cooked him and shit. Yeah, but they they cooked him. They uh, whatever. They they kept his helmet. They should make it where he could like grow back and shit. I think they should have a new three movie set, and it stars Jar Jar Binks. Misha Jaja, Misha Jaja, no, no, Jaja is like that slow. It's a bomb bad movie. Jaja is that <laughs> slow. It's like that slow kid where it's like, okay, look, everybody else has read. We got to give Jaja a chance to read, and everybody in class is like, oh god. And just he goes, my turn to read. Misha Jaja, time to read. And it's like, oh god, you know, just reading, you know, just. just just the cat in the hat, Jaja. Jaja see cat in the hat. Jaja say hello. To, no, no, shut up, Jaja. You know, <laughs> and, 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 and think about it. He was one of the reasons why the rebels got a chance. Bullshit. I, I will just say, even in the Clone Wars series, his klutziness always seemed to work out. Look, look. That let me know they grew up watching cartoons. Cause they put some bullshit in that. Look, this is what you do. You don't, you don't let Yoda disappear like he did. And and, and when he was like afterwards, he was like, "I'm tired, tired. I am. Lay down. I will. Like, don't do that." And all of a sudden, he just goes to sleep. And all of a sudden, he just vanishes. No, you keep Yoda because Yoda is on some gangster shit. Yoda was in that mug holding it down. You know, you don't get rid of him. Again, we're we're not resetting the. The first three. I no, I'm just saying you don't do you don't know Yoda. You need Yoda to live even longer. Trust me. Let and him, I mean four, five, six by the first three. But still, Yoda should be around. Like Yoda should be right now. Like 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 making a whole bunch of green Yodas. He burned the tree. Yeah, he burnt the tree. But I'm saying he could be burning some ass <laughs> and make more Yodas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Female, I see. Hard, I am. You know, he should be doing that shit. He should be you doing. You want to see a, a Yoda porn? I guarantee you it exists. That's rule thirty-four. <laughs> Great. If you can think of it, it exists on the internet. I'm, I'm just saying, like, like in general. So now you have Yodas. to do. You have to do some homework. You have to look up. I'm not for the look Yoda up, hentai. No, I'm not for the two. You that. have to do it. I don't want it on my search history. Oh, so you God, have to do it because no. you brought it up. No. And I guarantee you, you're gonna see pictures of big green boners and. Green ass, I have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. But have to do nut, it. I will. All right. Take um, it, bitch. You must. I'm I'm calling it on the Yoda porn. That's no, it. No. That's that's episode done right there. 
trust the force, you must. <laughs> <laughs> and we got out of this one without talking about Iron Mike. Hey, man. I'm I, Like I said, I'm leaving Mike alone. Like, I'm just... We might want to. Every time, like, it's, I look up as a new don't, video. Don't, don't poke the bear. Um, I'm not going to poke... The, damn that bear. I'm not trying to poke that motherfucker. I'm mm -hmm. not even trying to feed that bitch. Mm -mm. Like, that's it. Like, uh, they say, don't feed the bear. Don't feed the danger. bear. Danger. Danger, Will Robinson. I'm danger. telling you, danger. You know, yeah. I'm poking at Yoda. Poke. And I will poke back. You, you know, might. in general. But Yoda's my dude, man. But in general... If I'm saying if you're gonna do redo it, and at the same time keep Maul around longer, man, Maul, Maul needs to survive the whole thing. You keep talking about the wrong movies, man. Uh, uh, they need it. Uh, you uh, keep talking about characters that are already dead. They're they're gone, <sighs> gone. If I'm saying if you're gonna revamp revamp a whole other story before Luke ever left Tatooine, Maul was dead. Maul should have survived. He survived like five deaths. He was practically a cat. Look, but then he needs what five deaths? Well, damn it, give me the other four. But he's not a cat. Well, me fucking owl. <laughs> Shit, meow. Damn it. All right, what have you got to say to the folks? Oh uh, yeah, people, please like, comment, subscribe. Um, once again, we thank you for listening to you know me and Carl being an asshole. But please. Um, give us your opinions and and share it once again. Like share, share, share. Tell somebody and tell somebody and tell somebody. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. The Care Bears. Oh God, oh, don't Jesus get me Christ. started. The Care Bear. This Care Bear stare. The, in shooting rays of love. That is not rays of love. That is not how children are made. But anyway, you guys have a good one. <laughs> Peace, everybody. Peace. <laughs> That's right. Bears. <laughs>